to the Leadership Upside Podcast with Chuck Carringer, where we discuss what successful leaders are doing, saying, and thinking. Welcome to the Leadership Upside Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Carringer. Our guest today is Karen George. Karen is a licensed realtor with Young Marketing Group with Realty Executives in Knoxville, Tennessee. Karen, welcome to Leadership Upside. Thank you so much. Karen, you're a realtor, self-employed, and you're in a very demanding industry, real estate. First, before we discuss how you've grown your business, tell us what's going on with the housing market these days. It is absolutely crazy nationally, not just here in Tennessee. Um, It is a boom of supply and demand if you will. So right now it is a seller's market and the cost of supplies to build homes is so exorbitant that the price to buy a home is really expensive right now. So it's crazy. We we have no inventory for the buyers that are wanting to purchase. So Karen, I can relate to that uh, example really well. Our neighbor uh, here in Knoxville, I live in Knoxville as well. Our neighbor um, and several people in our subdivision, their homes are literally uh, going just about um, the, the moment they become on the market or even sooner, and people are paying um, more than asking price sometimes just to secure uh, a home. What advice are you telling people these days? First, let's talk to what advice are you giving sellers, and then what advice are you giving buyers? So sellers, my first advice is calm down. (laughs) They're wanting to sell their homes for a hundred over value and the appraisers are definitely going to get them under control on that. So the first thing is to calm down, to make sure that you're working with a professional, make sure that you are not pricing the home outside of the appraised value of your neighborhood. I know you're in a very sought after area. And so those homes are going and valuing for maybe even 50 to 60 more than list price. And then always evaluate each offer on its merit. Offers are not the same. So you may have one offer that's for $100,000. You have another offer for $100,000. But one says no inspection and the other one says, I'll bring you a pizza to closing. You never know. So it's not on just the offer, but the merits themselves. And then those buyers, I tell them, be prepared. Go ahead and get pre-qualified prior to looking for a home. Make sure you're ready to pull that trigger. Make sure you are looking below your budget so that you are able to offer more than list price. Make sure that you have some compromise ready because we have so few homes available. It's not going to be the dream home that you were maybe looking for. It'll be close. So, yeah, advice on both of them, but the advice for both buyers and sellers is calm down. You know, I I can uh, really appreciate that because uh, even though Emily and I are very happy uh, in our current location, our current home, the market is so crazy right now. I would imagine many people have at some point had the thought of maybe we should just sell 
but the obviously the challenge is okay well that that works for that part of it but where am i going to go live then i'm going to have to buy and that's going to i'm going to you know it's a seller's market it appears right now and and uh you know just selling doesn't solve all of your your issues there you are quite right but also chuck we're seeing an influx of people coming into the area So a lot of people are moving right now after the pandemic, a couple of things happen. People started working from home. So when you don't have to worry about how close in proximity to your office you are, you want to have that perfect home. You're going to be in that home 24 hours a day. And then also students are at home. And there are a lot of people that are still hiring. So we saw a lot of the first responders and the medical staff hiring. Our Department of Defense and the Oak Ridge National Lab still hiring during this pandemic. So we got a lot of people from up north and out west, California, Florida, a lot of people moving to the area. So you're right. Why would you sell if you didn't know where you're going to buy? The other thing that we're seeing is people downsizing and they're actually building their new home. Hmm. So those sellers are doing new construction. Uh, right here in Oak Ridge, we have um, we've sold 518 homes this year. So it's lots of new construction being sold every day. What an interesting time to do what you're doing, which leads well into this next question. You've been in real estate for 10 years. What changes have occurred in the industry and how have you adapted to these changes beyond just this rather uh, crazy time that we're in right now? But if you go back to when you started up until today. What are some of those major changes and how did you adapt to them? So real estate is really ever-changing. The interest rates with the mortgages change and so thus our inventory and our, our sellers and buyers change. The rules change, the federal laws. So what I try to do is continue to be educated continue to get education in real estate, in mortgages. I follow my home inspectors to the homes and see where they're changing on uh, different codes and regulations. I try to speak with appraisers and take their classes. So as long as you are continuing to change along with the industry, then you're going to be prepared. And so I try as, as best I can to also in tune myself with the buyers and sellers. They're changing and make sure I'm staying with their needs. Uh, As we here in East Tennessee change with our infrastructure, like where you live, the infrastructure is changing. I try to stay abreast of the zoning and planning committees and know about those. So ever changing along with it. Fantastic advice. That's totally transferable. I love what you said about, hey, I keep growing in my profession. And, you know, Karen, in my in my work as an, as an executive coach and coaching people in a variety of fields, that aspect of um, never stop growing professionally, continue to advance your expertise, continue to discover more and more about not only leadership, but about what your customers and clients desire and want from you. That's a separator. I see those professionals who continue to grow and improve and polish and deepen their skills. They have an opportunity to be relevant 
really regardless of what the market does, because they're on the cutting edge of their field. Whereas uh, individuals who perhaps get a little bit more complacent, maybe uh, lose a little bit of their zest and energy for their work and their profession. Then when the market makes a shift, they're behind the curve and it's tough to catch up once you get behind. So great advice, uh, transferable to any field. Yes. Karen, I've observed you grow your business and really create a what I would describe to be a professional brand for yourself. How have you been able to do that? It has not been easy, Chuck. Let me tell you, I'm not from East Tennessee. So when I started my uh, real estate career, I had to go out and network and make sure that I'm meeting the people in my profession, the mortgage lenders, the home inspectors, the contractors, other realtors. So I've made sure that um, my name is synonymous with real estate. I've made sure that I've been available to those that are in my industry. And then again, when I tell you I'm trying to stay educated, I've made sure that my customer service with my clients comes first. Word of mouth is how I have tried my best to um, improve my brand and become a brand. I've tried by having my clients talk to other persons interested in real estate and refer me. Let's stay on customer service a minute. You're, you're in a very customer service centric business. There um, are separators uh, among real estate agents. Uh, I know that. Uh, we've worked with some that, that uh, you know, are phenomenal, and we've worked with others who, who frankly, weren't as good. Um, I know um, uh, Emily and, and uh, her sister uh, worked with you in, in the uh, cell of, of um, their parents' home after their parents passed away, and they were blown away with your level of customer service. Let's, let's think customer service, Karen, beyond just uh, the real estate market. Uh, what do you do that you believe are some of the most appreciated touches of customer service for your clients? You remember the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated? It's also important to treat people the way you want your family to be treated. Um, when I dealt with Emily and her sister in her estate, I had just suffered the loss of my father. And I know in selling his property, how I wanted to be treated, how I wanted his home to be treated. And so for me, real estate is more than just bricks and mortar. It's lives. It's different stages of lives. It's transitions in life. And I want to treat my clients just like you want a doctor to treat you. Like you're the only patient I ever have. You don't want a doctor to walk in and start talking about his personal life or start talking to you about another patient or rush through his explanation. You want him to treat you as if that time matters. And so when I'm with my clients, their time matters. Um, answering their questions. I do real estate every day, but they do not. So I need to explain the process, explain what I'm talking about, use layman terms and, and break it down to the simple man. And then I want to always 
make my clients feel, as I said, like they're the only client. I take their phone calls. I don't switch over on call waiting on another call. I give them my undivided attention. Again, I come back to education. I want to be able to answer their questions. I don't want to have to keep saying, let me find that out. Let me find that out. Let me find that out. I want to make sure that I'm able to answer their questions. So customer service across the board is about serving the customer. Fantastic. It's so interesting, Karen. Last week, I had the opportunity to hear a hospitality group, uh, the CEO of a hospitality group uh, that now has uh, built their portfolio to owning somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 hotels. And uh, the CEO was speaking to our group, and he just started with what your exact point was in the beginning when you said, hey, we begin with we want to treat everyone well. We want to treat everyone as we want to be treated. And it's such a simple principle, but so powerful when you think about what that means. So fantastic. Karen, we're just days away as you and I are are recording this. We're just days away from the beginning of uh, the fourth quarter of 2021, the last three months. Um, And you're in a very, um, you know, uh, uh, an industry right now that is experiencing uh, trends and um, uh, a performance like uh, certainly that I don't recall in my adult lifetime. When you look to 2022, what do you see possible for your business? What is your vision for your business in 2022? I, uh, my oldest son attended a private school in Chattanooga and the headmaster would start every parent teacher conference with what did we do well? What could we do better? And what could we eliminate from our behaviors? And so I really think when I look at my business in just that exact thing. I try to look back over uh, clients and files and even so far as to taxes and business plans and see what could be better and what could I eliminate from? What, What were some mistakes that I need to take notice of and not do again? And so as I look into 2022, I cannot believe we're saying that, I want to um, I want to think of quality and not quantity. I want to make sure that I am having quality interactions with my clients, quality deals, that I am interacting with the best possible relationships as far as real estate. I would love to get in with a developer or a contractor and get into a relationship of investment properties or something of that sort. But I want to make quality uh, relationships and not quantity. I'm, I, I, I want to help everyone that comes to me, but I don't want to go out there and just be on, uh, make myself thin and where I'm not focusing my energy and not doing things well. We mm. can do a lot of things and not do a lot of things well. And so I would like to make that quality and not so much quantity for the well, I, 
I love your focus about the thing, the, the components of your business that you're looking for. Hey, what's the possible next step? Hey, a next step would be getting in a partnership with a developer looking for some potential investment property opportunities. And your three questions were fantastic. And I, I'll just repeat those as you are reflecting and you're thinking about what the future could hold, answering the questions. What do we do well? What can we do better? And what should we or can we eliminate? Regardless of what business you're in, those are three great questions for all of us to ask ourselves as we head in to the final quarter of 2021. Karen, if your best friend was going to go into real estate, what advice would you offer them and what lessons learned would you share? First, I would say run. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would really, really make sure of why they wanted to go into real estate. Um, it's, it, sometimes it looks to the outside person as a very lucrative career, but it takes a lot of money. Also, I would ask them, why do they want to go into real estate? Do they have a business plan? And number one, and most importantly, which is number three on my list, do they have a really great CPA? Because the one thing I think people fail to realize about real estate is it's a very self-employed contractor, 1099 position, and it's difficult to keep up with all the cost that is involved. And so I would make sure as to what their motive is for going into real estate. But I would advise them to get a mentor, to go with an agency that does a lot of education, a lot of education. And um, again, that the best tool in real estate is to have a great CPA behind you. Karen, that's super advice. And I can appreciate the significance of being self-employed. I can certainly appreciate the significance of having a, a CPA, someone that not only is an expert, but someone you trust and build that relationship with because they're essential uh, as you try to navigate all of the components of tax law and and all of that. So great really? advice. Great advice. Karen, this has been a pleasure to speak to you. Is there anything else you'd like to mention? Well, um, I would implore anyone that is thinking about real estate to use a professional. I know that right now in the age of technology, we feel that we can do it ourselves, use Zillow, but I really implore them to use a real estate professional. Use their knowledge of the documents, use their knowledge of homes and the market and sales prices. Use a professional. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. I think that we are um, in a very treacherous uh, real estate market right now, but it could be very worse if we get into these bubbles of out inflated prices without appraisals. And then we could find ourselves in the situation of 2008 in a recession. So I really implore everyone to use a professional. Uh, Karen, before I let you go, I know you don't have a crystal ball. If you did, uh, you wouldn't be on leadership upside. You'd be uh, on, on uh, I guess, uh, some some uh, television show uh, forecasting what's coming in real estate. As you look at what's happened in 2021, um What's your best thoughts for how long this sort of of market will continue? 
Wow, I, I do wish I had the answer to that. I am frightened to think that we are going to have very little green space soon. Mm. I really believe that new construction is going to be the newest phase of real estate. And we as a society and our culture, we don't stay many generations in one home. So we go straight from our parents' home to purchasing our own home. And so I think that's going to be the new wave is new construction. Uh, I think that also some of the acreage that we see in some of our rural communities are going to turn into subdivisions. And so I think that's going to be the newest thing because our inventory is so low. Thanks for sharing that. And even as you were saying that, um, you know, I can see pieces of that beginning to emerge already. So that's a that's a uh, great thought and a solid prediction. Karen, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and insight on Leadership Upside. Thank you so much, Chuck. I've really enjoyed this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leadership Upside, where we discuss what successful business leaders in diverse organizations are doing, saying, and thinking. Today, our guest has been Karen George. If you'd like to connect with Karen to learn more about her work with young marketing and with realty executives, you can email her at karen at ymgproperties.com. Again, that's karen at ymgproperties.com. I'm Chuck Carringer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today. Head over to ChuckCarringer.com for more information.